The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Outlander Business, the two-seater commercial SUV with over 2,000 litres of cargo space, two-ton towing capacity and legendary four-wheel drive technology. MitsubishiMotors.ie Welcome back to the Friday Right Hook. No George this Friday, but we do have Michael Graham. Live from Washington, D.C., is it, Michael? That's right. My new my new digs. I start my new gig on uh, Monday with Media DC. It's a conservative publishing company. They've asked me to come in and be their creative director and media director. And so now I've gone from uh, in front of the mic to behind the camera. And it's a whole new era in my uh, professional life. I have not had a job with coworkers and you know, like, you know, that whole bit in an office. Well, since forever, I mean... <laughs> Really, so, so it's going to be a challenge. But uh, yeah, I'm here in D.C. It's the place to be. And does that make you an insider then? If you're if you're I in D.C. Technically, I just want to be. While the office is about seven blocks from the White House, where I live is technically a hundred yards outside the Beltway. So I'm technically outside the so Beltway. You're still you remain pure. Dog, well, no no joke. When I walk my dog. We're looking out on the beltway as we walk. So that's how close I am. So I'm clinging to normal, regular America, but just by just by the skin of my teeth. Well, listen, let's talk about one man who may end up occupying the building seven blocks from your, your office. Uh, Donald Trump, what do you make of this, this visit to Ireland? Lots of debate here as to whether or not the government well, should Well, tell me should about the debate, because my question is, will the Irish greet him the way that he's being greeted in blue states in the United States? I don't know if you've seen the video of yeah, yeah. his supporters being beaten up and being egged. And, of course, every time he tries to have a uh, public event, people stand up in the middle of it and scream and yell to try to stop him from talking, which is part of the progressive philosophy that's come from Europe over to the United States. Because, as you know, progressives like yourself don't like it when people you disagree with speak, and that's why you don't support free speech or free exchange. <laughs> I absolutely ideas, support free speech. I understand you don't. No, it's fine. I understand. I, I think I've seen a fair bit of Donald Trump. Anyway, um, anyway, I think I've seen a fair bit of that with Donald Trump supporters as well, to be fair. They don't show up at uh, Hillary or Obama, whatever. No, I, I think that's a, I think it's a totally self-defeating. I think it's a stupid thing that they do. Oh I think God. it's totally it's self-defeating as well. The number one group of people that would get Donald Trump elected if it should happen will be these people I who agree. are showing I up, agree. burning American flags, waving Mexican flags. Can you imagine an, an Ireland event where people were burning the Irish flag and waving the British flag? I mean, just it's unimaginable. But that's where the American left is right now. And Donald Trump's best friends are his enemies, without a doubt. So you tell me, when he arrives in Ireland, will he get a, a similar greeting? Will the eggs and fists be flying? I think there will be protests. I think that is beyond doubt. Um, I think it'll be quite like when Ronald Reagan visited here in, what was it, 84, 85? He, he visited here and there was protests. The same with, with uh, George Bush. Uh, funny enough, there wasn't protests from Bill Clinton and yeah, uh, Barack what Obama. strange. What a coincidence. Wow. George, you know, Bill Clinton, because, of course, Bill Clinton's foreign policy was so wildly different from Reagan. Yeah. Wait, it was identical. But anyway, um No so. look, I, I'm with you on the liberal ayatollahs. I, I have little time for, for, for those people who claim to be liberal and then don't want to hear uh free speech. I think the interesting thing is will uh, what I actually what I'm curious about from from your point of view, if the go if the government says, you know what, he's just a, a regular tourist, we're not gonna we're not going to uh, we're not gonna sort of meet him in a formal in a formal setting would he take the hump? Is it something he's likely to hold against Ireland uh, if and when he becomes president? He loves it when people 
quote, mistreat him. Trump is, he, he's, he's said it publicly. It's in one of his books. He whines until he wins. He, he's, the bull, he's a classic bully, super thin-skinned whiner, first to complain. But then as soon as he gets the upper hand, boom, you know, no mercy. And so he will, oh, look, the, here's what he'll say. Of course they hate me. They're not Americans. They know we're going to make me a, put America first. And all, what do you expect from these liberal, he doesn't use the phrase, you're a weenie. He's not as cool as I am. But that's essentially will be his uh, message. So the more you abuse him, the more you are helping elect Donald Trump. Uh, just, just lastly, before we move on, uh, I mean, he has a serious chance of winning, hasn't he? No, no, he doesn't. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. I mean, uh, for example, uh, 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 some numbers released today. There are three swing states in the United States. As you know, we do the election by states. You have yeah. to carry enough yeah, states to get electoral college votes. Um, and there are three swing states where the Hispanic vote make up 20% or more of the state. Colorado, Florida, and Arizona. No, it's not Arizona. I forget one other. I forget. Um, and if Donald Trump loses, though, which is those, which he is essentially certain to do, he would have to essentially sweep all the other swing states. And, you know, no Republican has done that since Reagan. So uh, it's he, every day he's is, doing Is he not the kind of guy, though, and we won't get too stuck in Trump because I do want to ask you about other stuff, but is he not the kind of politician? And, you know, you see them in different parts of the world, right and left, that kind of rewrites the rule books. And, and the political rule book is being rewritten across the globe at the moment. Yeah, that's a very good point. If, is there enough of a populist movement in the United States to uh, to shift things? But see, we don't have – our votes aren't split among parties the way yours are. Ours come down to a binary vote. Do you think in any of these countries where what you guys call the far right, which always makes me laugh, <laughs> what you call far right, um, uh, do you think they could win a two – you know what I'm saying, a, a binary election? They tend to need the Green Party, you know, other parties. So they need to, they mm. need a divided mm. field where a plurality can win. In the United States, and let you know, we we don't do plurality politics very often, and that's what the killer is for Trump. Donald Trump is going to win a record percentage of the white vote, and there's a lot to be said about that that I'm not particularly proud of, but it's it's just there. But he is going to drive up the non-white vote, and he's going to drive up the vote of independent, uh, single, and it. Politically independent single women, and uh, they're going to kill him. They're going to. He's going to. Uh, I. I think he could very well lose forty states. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll watch your interest. Uh, come here. I'm interested in your views. You're you're, you're a bit of a, an Olympic skeptic. I think it's fair to say. It's not skeptic because they exist. I mean, it's not, it's not a debate. No, I'm with awful. you. I agree. I'm. I'm. I. I stopped watching awful. the Olympics back in 1984 or something. What an awful waste of time. All the Olympics do is funnel money to uh, third world or corrupt governments who uh, squeeze their own people and leave their uh, communities worse off than when they left. There are exceptions like London, but they tend to prove the rule like you know Sochi and uh, what we're seeing in, in Rio. And I just got to say this, what idiot is going to go to the Rio Olympics? Are you crazy? Whether you're a performer or an audience member, the Zika Olympics as they will be known for history. So we, I love this idea. We have a communicable disease. Let's get people from all over the world right in the middle of the mosquitoes who, who spread it and then send them back home. This is super genius. And then, of course, you already know you can't swim in the water that the competitors have to swim in. You can't boat in the water that competitors have to boat in. It's 
awful. It's, it, and, and, and what is the net result? The people of Brazil will be more poor and destitute than ever. And, uh, and we will, uh, pretend that we care about, you know, whatever oddball sports that are in the Olympics and no one cares about this notion that pro boxing will now or pro boxers will now be allowed to compete in the Olympics. I, I hadn't heard this, but that would seem to me, I mean, on the on already pros, you already have pro hockey. Yeah, you do. Players. You do basketball <laughs> players, soccer players. But let me ask you something. Will you be the world champion if you win the heavyweight boxing at the Olympics? No. Answer. No, no. You become the heavyweight champion by winning the heavyweight championship of the world. Will you be the champion basketball team or football, whatever, soccer team? Yeah, soccer team, yeah. No, you won't. No, you'll be the champion by winning the World Cup. Every sport people compare about, care about already has an Olympics. You got it right now. All the Olympics do is give third world dictators and third world backwater countries a chance to glom on some international corruption and strut around and pretend that they are somebody. I mean, that horrifying scene from China where the Chinese were, uh, you know, treated as though they're a, a legitimate government that we should respect as opposed to the uh, baby killing backwater that they are is horrifying. And what was the result? Does anyone remember who won what in China? No, you're, it's, it, it, they're utterly unnecessary. In the age before the telegraph, you know, maybe you needed the Olympics to get people together. But now that I can, that, uh, you know. Well, I think the, there was something to be said for the old, you know, amateur ethos, that kind of Corinthian spirit and so on, where, uh, where sort of people, amateur, genuine amateurs showed up and, and gave it their best on the day and, and, and if it was good enough, great, and if it wasn't, fair enough. I think there's a huge difference between that and, and what we have today. But which is stuff a, happened. It's called the 19th and 20th centuries. Yeah, I agree. I and agree. So, so here we are on the 21st with this leftover arcane, expensive... I mean, imagine if the money that we're being spending on, spent on the Olympics in Brazil were spent, say, oh, cleaning the water of Brazil so people could drink it. You know, uh, that anyway... Mm. Um, going back to Trump for a second Mark from Lust says remind Michael he predicted Donald Trump wouldn't get the Republican nomination you're absolutely right and I was completely wrong And but here's my theory if I keep making predictions eventually just by sheer dumb luck I gotta <laughs> get something right so I'm throwing him out ask me for another prediction who's gonna be the boxer I'm, I'll take them all okay uh, listen um, uh, what's this about a millionaire's tax to combat homelessness yeah, that's been one of the, uh, you know, the, uh, America is going through, once again, at the simultaneously a populist uprising and a socialist uprising. And there's more and more talk of simply taking money from the wealthy and just giving it to people who are, uh, you know, struggling, et cetera, and to punish you for being wealthy around poor people. This, For example, San Francisco is a horrifying place to live if you're not super rich. One of the things the super rich hate is the fact that the streets are full of beggars and panhandlers because the place is so expensive to live. So the idea now is well, we'll just take the super rich's money and do something with it so they can feel less guilty about the fact that they're having the panhandlers rounded up uh, you know, outside. That's what's going to happen for our national conventions. I don't know if it happens there. But when the uh, Democrats and Republicans meet for their conventions, the city, you know, Cleveland, for example, will have all of the bums swept off the streets so the world won't see them out, you know, holding mm. up their board signs. It's kind of. Uh, but the, that idea of um, 
I mean, that's just a tax effect for you're, you're talking about. I mean, it's hardly that radical, is it? A notion? Well, but but you're going. You're specifically going after people because isn't it sh- uh, terrible that you are wealthy while other people are homeless? Well, why are people homeless? They're not homeless because you're wealthy. They're homeless because they have drug problems, addiction, you know, alcohol addiction problems, mental health problems. That's why they're homeless. Uh, and so it, it'll it'll uh, it'll accomplish absolutely zero, which means it's a great classic progressive plan, and no doubt it will be implemented <laughs> and, and cost people money. It, it is progressive, though, the idea of of taxing higher. But they I mean, already are taxed. We are uh, our tax. Uh, 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 system is far more progressive, say, than yours. I doubt that uh, very much. No, it's, I guarantee you. And the reason is because our uh, middle and low income people pay so little in taxes. 45% of American tax filers paid zero federal income tax. Zero. It's not that dissimilar here, I can I can assure I, you. I, I, well, I, I would be interested. I, I pr- I'm pretty I, I know we're more um, progressive, you know, skewed against success than the, the Scandinavians are, for example. By the way, what do you think of this idea of uh, everybody gets 10,000 bucks from the government of, was it Sweden? Sweden's doing this, right? Uh, this is a, 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 a minimum income? Minimum income, yeah. What do you think of that? I'm skeptical about it, I have to say. I I'm, I mean, I have heard the arguments in favor of it. Um, but I, I'm guessing you're, you're, you're more than skeptical about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that those people we're just talking about with those drug addiction and mental health problems will, will, will treat that money very well. I'm sure it'll only go to good stuff. I, 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 absolutely. Hand it out. Go down the street and hand somebody $10,000. What could possibly go wrong? This will be great. But, and of do, course but do you agree with any kind of welfare system at all, though? Uh, yeah, you feed the hungry and you house the homeless, but you don't give them stuff. Because what it, once again, what does the bum, and I bet you're one of those suckers who sticks a, uh, what kind of fake money you guys use over there, a Monopoly a, dollar or whatever. A euro, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever the thing is. Yeah, I, I bet you're one of those people who stuffs a drachma into the uh, cup of the bum who's out standing outside the. Uh, I don't actually, because I, I actually, I don't, because I, I actually think that is self-defeating. I'm very impressed. I, I, no, no joke. I'm impressed by that. Most dopey progressives go, I'm a good person because I gave him a euro. And all you did was, of course, help him stay addicted to drugs and alcohol by subsidizing the, the tragic lifestyle that he's chosen. And so that, this is that times 10,000. And, of course, the other thought is the, the guy you're taking the hundreds of thousands or millions of euros from to hand those out, what would he have done? Let's say, for example, that it's someone whose tax caused them to pay a million dollars, million euros, to to pay for this, you know, minimum salary that everybody, every minimum everyone gets. What would he have done with that? I'm betting that he would have done stuff to create more jobs and more wealth than the you know, hundred thousand, you know, people who that got handed to. Mm. He, might, he, might most, have, he might just he might just have bought a, a a better model of Ferrari. He might have, but you know what? When he buys that Betamar Ferrari, he puts Ferrari workers to work. When he updates his uh, yacht, he puts woodworkers and painters and electricians to work. But I'm also willing to bet he's probably going to put some of it in like the stock market. And so suddenly all these companies in Ireland who need uh, capital to build a new facility or train new workers, they're going to have that money. That's my point is it is I'm, I'm not I'm not making a guarantee that the, the, the guy smart enough to earn the million dollars would probably invest it more for more benefit than the 10,000 people who earned nothing. But if I had to bet one way or the other, I'd bet on the guy who earned it. 
Okay, Michael Graham, I'm glad to see Washington hasn't changed yet. I don't Not suspe- a bit. I don't suspect it will either. Listen, <laughs> best of luck with your with your move and uh you'll Thanks be back so much. you'll be back talking to George next Friday. Michael Graham.